0: Uh, I want to begin tonight, uh, okay, so the first part of this handout real quick, um, I want to introduce this this concept of what is your money type, but before we talk about what your money type is, I want you to just um, real quick, look at this handout real quick, look at the question, the person in the mirror. And I want you to begin answering some of these questions quickly, all right? Okay? And I want you to take an assessment of your life real quick. Because a lot of of times what happens to us is that we we know we have money problems. Amen. We know we have issues, uh, but yet we keep ignoring it. Our response to money is to get more. Our response to our situation is, oh, I need a better job, or I need a better opportunity. And and you ever notice how those things aren't coming to you? Amen. Why, why is it not coming? Why is it not happening for you? Because God is saying, literally, you have to take another look at what you're doing with what you have. Now this workshop or Bible study workshop is not designed for you to just listen. This is a workshop, so therefore you got to what work. I love the fact if husband and wife is here, they can sit together and work through these things together. Amen. Now some of you are great money managers. I get it, and I and I, I'm I'm so happy for you. I'm plumb happy. Amen. But, but what I want to say to you is how you handle money. Amen. Is a great barometer. It's a great look at what's really going on in your life. All right. So before we could talk about how to manage money, we got to talk about the man or the person in the what? All right. So when I look in the mirror, What do I see a broke person? Amen. How did they get broke? Amen. It ain't that they got broke overnight. It's because of your money type. Amen. Now, we'll talk about the money types in the weeks to come. All right. So, these are, these questions, you may not, you know, I want you to be real about these questions, right? Because if you're not real about it, then you, and listen, this ain't for couples, this is for everybody too. Especially single people. Y'all got more, y'all, y'all should have all the money. Amen. Alright, y'all should have all the money. Amen. Alright, here we go. You ready? Alright, number one question. What is it? What was the last emergency you had in your life. All right. Last emergency. Now here's the next question. How did you handle it? All right. I mean, did you did you panic? Um, did you did you did you whoo Lord? The last emergency. Amen. The last emergency. And and listen, you had what happens to most of us is that we don't plan. We believe that. For some reason, that we can live our lives as believers and just people in general, like nothing is going to happen, right for instance we'll we'll drive our cars with these tires right and thinking that it's going to last for the next fifteen years right and and knowing that in at least what? Three months, maybe six months, depends on how much you drive, right? You're gonna have to replace your what? Your tires. Am I right? But the problem with most of us, amen, is that we don't have a what? Plan. Now, the money type model is about looking at what type are you? There's a reason why, and I'm gonna have I'm gonna show it to you in a minute. There's a reason why you and I handle money the way we do. Right? And a lot of it has to do with background. A lot of it has a lot to do with, um, you know, what you were shown, you know, like what you've learned all your life. Who taught, like, who taught you how to handle money? No one. Who said their self? Right? Okay. Now watch this. You did the best you could with what you had, didn't you? Amen. And you just got by just the best you can. <laughs> Come on and say amen, y'all. Amen. So, so the next thing is, the last emergency you had, did you have the money for it? All right. So put, put no there. Put, this is a workshop. We working. All right. Put no. All right. And some of you can put yes if you want. Man, listen, I'm proud of you. I'm so proud of you. Amen. Because I realize that there are some people who are great money managers in here. Right? Amen. But, but listen, don't get too happy. Cause God can put you in a situation or allow you to get into a situation beyond what you can even imagine. Amen. And then all of a sudden, you, all them skills you think you have. Amen. Right? You're not ready. Next thing. Did you have to borrow the money for that emergency? All right. Put a yes right there. All right. Did you have to, I'm talking, when I say borrow, I'm talking about you have to put it on a credit card. You have to put, you have to call Pookie, Ray Ray and them. It's funny how Pookie and Ray Ray and them got money. What they be doing? They living in somebody's house. (laughs) You know what I mean? On housing. So, you know, they have money. (laughs) Come on and say, man. Right? Pookie and Ray Ray always got money. Right? And don't mess with Ray Ray's money, boy. He, he, he'll come find you. He'll show up at your job. Amen. Didn't I lend you some money? No. <laughs> come on, somebody. You understand what I'm saying? All right. Go. Okay. So, w- w- real quick. All right. Next question is Did you spend all of your savings on it? Because some, some of us had the money. But we took our savings and we spent it on the emergency. Because it was a what? Emergency. Right. Last thing is, did you put it on a credit card? All right. Now, watch this. Credit card interest rate is 29% and up. And climbing. Right? So, what we're going to teach you in this workshop... It's to understand first your, the way you relate to money with your emotions. Amen. A lot of us don't realize the way we handle money, we handle it through a system that's related to our emotions. Amen. So in the money types, there's seven money types. Some of us are free. We just, that's the Abraham type. Okay. We, we, we just listen. If there's a need, we're going to listen. If, if we say we're having a party, we said, just bring chips. You're going to bring chips, dip, sodas, fried chicken, and some, and some, and a salad. But we just ask you for a bag of chips. See what I'm saying? So, so the Abraham types are real generous. We got some of you in there. Listen, when I was studying, I said, boy, I know my types in my church. Amen. I'm talking about, listen, you go all the way out. But with every strength, there's a gray side. And so we won't get into the types tonight. I want to I look at your type first, <laughs> who you are. <laughs> the The person in the what? Right. The broke type. <laughs> I'm glad you said it and I didn't say it. All right. Uh, 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 okay. Um, so, so, so let me ask, let me ask a second question. Are you ready for the next emergency? You ready for it? You ready for the next month mer- financially? Okay. I thought you were broke though. Oh, oh, okay. So you're not really broke yet. <laughs> Amen. But you say you're ready. How do you know what the next emergency is going to be? We don't. All right. So here's the starting point where we're going to start with today. Starting today. Ready? The average emergency is $1,000. The average emergency. And we're going to go home and we're going to get an envelope. So what we're going to do, starting today, amen, and we're going to start saving up to $1,000 before we talk about budgeting, before we talk talk about paying for the the next thing or the next thing or the next thing or the next thing, the first thing we're going to do is we're going to get ourselves de-stressed by planning for the next emergency. Now, if you got to go sell some bottles, if you got to go take have a garage sale, I'm talking about by the end, by the middle of November, you should have, some of you can do it now. Some of you can take that money that you got and you're going to get an envelope and you put emergency on there, $1,000. All right? So by my next lesson, we should have, At least half of that in there. This is for you. And what you're thinking about money type. How? Don't worry about the how. I'm saying you just bought a honey bun tonight. So you're going to take that 75 cents. We got to get the thousand dollars in the envelope. At all costs. $1,000 because your next emergency is going to be about $1,000. So what I'm saying is this, it's time to stop playing. The reason why a lot of us are uneasy is because we don't have a cushion. Matter of fact, some of us, we worry so much, Seriously. Amen. We worry so much. We're thinking about the next emergency. And we know we don't have, come on and say amen. We know we don't have the money for that next emergency. Matter of fact, if it happens now, you praying right now, then why stay up in your car, in your tire? Right now, you're praying. You're, listen, you're pulling over every, every four, every 10, 10, 10, uh, every 30 miles, putting water in the radiator. Come on. you driving with your high beams because you can't afford the $200 to fix the light in your car. We ain't supposed to be living like that. Not as God's people. No way. No how. Come on, somebody. And, and here's the thing. You can get sick and tired of being sick and tired and still don't do anything about being sick and tired. I'm coming with you. I'm coming now. Amen. See, the issue about money has to do with who you are. Flip the page over real quick. Somebody read that for me. I got your scripture, but I I just, I needed to bring you here. To bring a reality check. When you leave here at night, you should feel bad about yourself. Amen. But hopefully when you walk out, I'll make you feel better. (laughs) No, seriously. You know why? You know why we should feel bad? Because we grown folk. And we shouldn't be living like this. Come on, man. God has been... Listen. The same God we raise our hands to. The same God... That we talk about that's so great and awesome, right? And listen, let me tell you something. The best solution to your financial problem is tithing. But we're going to deal with that later. We can't even get you to... Come on, go ahead, read on.
1: Your money type is a way to describe how you feel about, feel toward, and behave with money.
0: Stop right there. Highlight that. Underline it. Your money type is
1: what? How you what? Think about feel think towards Think
0: think. Watch this. Some of us spend half the day. Man, that next bill is coming, boy. Look, this is what we do. <laughs> that next bill is coming, boy. <laughs> Looking out the window ain't gonna help you get the money. <laughs> But we think about we, we we're constantly we're thinking money money. We're thinking our minds are so locked into it, right? Watch well, this: that when we get it, we can't keep it. Why is it that the last dollar you got you can't keep? Because I got to pay a bill. Who who who, who cre- can I ask? You? Who created the bills? We did. Somebody else did. You knew what you were doing when you made the bill. You knew what you were doing when you signed the contract. Go ahead, sister. Go ahead.
1: When you understand your money type, you'll understand why you do what you do. Hey,
0: why do I act this way with money? Some of us, we like this, man. <laughs> Can't even pry one finger up. you so tight. i about to say something. But you're just tight. Amen. But that's the reason you behave that way is because of how you're wired. And if you don't understand how you're wired, then you'll never be liberated. You think you're saving, but you're not you're not planning. You think you're saving, but you're really not making any listen, you're doing all this saving, but you're not making any movements in your life. Seriously, how can you work so much so hard? And yet have nothing. Anybody ever feel like that? Mm -hmm. What's wrong with us? Why are we we in this position? Why are we in this predicament? Watch this. Read on for me.
1: Why it matters to you. (laughs) How you can use it to bring you joy. Why you feel shame. Why you have tension internally and with others.
0: Right. So go to Proverbs 23 right quick. So we want to find out the why. Why do I do this? Why do I have to spend? Why don't I why am I not generous? Why why do I hold on? Why do I just give just enough and never above and beyond? Oh well, yeah, it's my faith. No, it's your money type. And see, a lot of us the way we relate to money, we've made Money, money almost brings us to our status. See what I'm saying? But I want to tell you something. What you think and what occupies your mind is what regulates you. Look what it says here. For he what? For as he what? Uh Uh-huh. So is who? So he what? He says what? But his heart. <laughs> Amen. You getting it? You getting it? The, 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 the Proverbs writer says, for as he thinks within himself, so is he. So let me ask you something. What's your thoughts about money? Oh, I don't have enough. What's your thoughts about money? What does money do for you? Does it give you, I'm telling you something. I used to have to have money in my pocket. It's crazy how I used to, if I didn't have money in my pocket, I didn't feel like I had anything. I'm like, I had to have money in my pocket. But the Lord allowed me to break that cycle. And he wants me to think, God does not want us to idolize money, but he wants us to use money. I talked to a pastor today, he said, a guy came to his church and wrote a million dollar check, a million dollar check. One check. A million dollars. Three weeks later. Three weeks later. Someone came and wrote a $600,000 check. Do you know Bernie Madoff? Anybody know Bernie? Not Bernie Madoff. um, Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett lives on 10% of his billions. But his wife got him to change his thinking. About money. It's like Warren. What are you going to do? What What are you going to do with all of it? And that's when he had his breakthrough moment. He had his breakthrough moment. Because he realized. I can't out God. You follow what I'm saying? And, and, and here's the thing. The more you give. The more God's going to return to you. Listen. I believe that we invest our monies in the wrong things. Y'all. We invest our money in food that will bring no return. Amen. Seriously. We would rather spend money on a dress or a suit or some clothes that we could only wear one time or two times or three times, whatever the case may be. And at the end of the day, watch this. What, how has it benefited you? See, it's how you think. But it's your money type. Watch this. He says, for as he thinks within himself, so is he. He says to you, eat and drink, but his what? The point is, I'm eating and I'm drinking, right? I'm doing all these things, but because of what my mind is, I can't even what? Enjoy it. Are you with me? He says he can't even enjoy it. Look, eat but his heart is not with you. So in other words... If you're, if, if, if as a couple you're trying to handle money together and both of you are not in the same place in your heart, one person is looking at it a certain way. Most, most marriage problems is about money. Some of it. Money. Go to Proverbs 22 and 7. Uh huh. Uh huh. What does it say? Why, why is the rich? The rich is the rich. The rich rules over the what? And the what? The borrower becomes the lender's slave. Do you think that's how God wants us living? I know you want to get to the how and the boats and nuts and bolts and all this other stuff, but before we can get to that, we got to deal with the what issue first—the heart issue. Go ahead, sister.
1: There are seven money types because, I mean, come on—seven is the magic number with God, <laughs> and of course, there are seven biblical characters who represent these types. Seeking to understand why, as seeking to understand why. As we explore the various money types, keep in mind this important point.
0: This is everything that's highlighted here is, is really my big point right here.
1: We're seeking to understand why we handle money the ways we do, which stem from our basic beliefs about money.
0: Boom, right there, right there. Our basic beliefs about money, right? Right? What, what is your belief about money? No, I'm talking about your beliefs about it. Think about what I just asked. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about what do you believe about money? Does it, that, okay, that you need it? That's what I'm talking about. That you need it to survive. Anybody else? What's your basic beliefs about it? What's your basic beliefs? Huh? Spend it while I got it. What else? your basic beliefs about it you only live once so you might as well you know see see what see what's being revealed what's being revealed your beliefs for instance what do you believe about Christ oh okay and what else he died on the cross for you he's the way to salvation all right so what's your belief about money now <laughs> We need it to survive. Huh? Oh. See, 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 different belief. Y'all belief is I need to survive. You only live once. His belief is, well, you know what? I can use it to help others too. Basic beliefs. But the first thing out your mouth is what's in your heart. Come on, say amen. And I believe to some degree we've made money our idol. I believe we don't see money as a tool. I, th- I, th- I don't believe we see money as a weapon. You follow what I'm saying? I-, I believe we don't see money, amen. We see money as only for what? To benefit who? Come on, and help me, somebody. And that's the reason why we handle it the way we do, and why just, that's the reason why we don't have nothing because we're self-consumed with it. And I said something to my 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 uh, my class the other t- today. I said anything that you want, anything that you can control, can become your god, especially if you can't control it. You can't control your spending. But you keep trying to grasp for it. Come on, somebody. You can't deny yourself. So therefore, amen. You, that's the reason why you're in the situation or we're in the situation that we're in because we can't control ourselves. And let me tell you something about this money game. You have to make sure that you're willing if you're willing to move past where you are today, tonight, that you have to be willing to sacrifice. In other words, you have to be willing to give up some things right now. i talking about right now. Amen. If we got to park one car and drive one car because of gas, then that's what we got to do. So we can get this thousand dollars in the envelope because we need to have the thousand dollars at all times, at all times in the envelope. And when, and then, and then I'll tell you this, then you have to classify what an emergency is. An emergency is not. Oh well, we ain't got no money this week, so we need to go in our emergency fund to get, get money for gas. That ain't an emergency fund. It's not an emergency fund. And here's the thing a lot of us we can't trust ourselves. Listen, if we had a thousand dollars in the house laying around, whoo, baby. Man, shoot. you'd never be without cigarettes. What are we seeking to do, Sister Eaton? Yeah, we're seeking to understand why we handle money the ways the way we, we do. do. Right? So, so that's the thing. Can, can I ask you this? Have you ever asked yourself that question? So highlight that, and I want you to just answer that in yourself. Why do I handle money the way I do? Why? Why do I handle it the way I do? Watch this. Which stems from our basic beliefs about money. Now, let me clarify real quick. The belief. I heard your belief. Some of you, <laughs> some of y'all don't want to talk. You're like that. Uh, I, I ain't, ain't telling the pastor's gonna put me on blast tonight. I shoot, they done got God. I not me. Go to Psalm 50. I don't know what's wrong with y'all tonight. All right, once you go back to verse 7, somebody read context for me. 7. Read, start from verse 7, book of Psalms. First thing we got to get down, and I know you heard this before, but here's the thing about church people, church life. We hear things. I teach this every year. And I come back after a year, and everybody's off the track, broke. Because when Christmas come, guess where we going? No, the emergency fund. And guess what's going to happen right after Christmas? The radiator going to go out. I promise you it is. Amen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But but all through Christmas, you balling. You just giving there. yeah, we buying gifts or whatever the case may be. But at the end of the day, watch this. At the end of the day. The emergency shows up and we have nothing. This is just a time to reflect, y'all. That's all it is. Read for me. Verse 7. I am God, your God. Amen. Keep reading. Now, let me tell you the backdrop to this. All right? These people thought that just bringing sacrifice to God, that just bringing worship to God without meaning was what God required. And and, and watch this. And because they were doing doing just what God required... They felt like because we're doing what's required, then God is good with me. If I just tithe, I'm giving up you say pastor, you say give, you say give ten percent. Now I said ten percent, okay? So if your check is a thousand, you better put up a thousand a hundred. And if you're not putting up a hundred, you're robbing him. Hands down, you're a robber. And bold at it. Because you lift your hands and say, praise God. Right? Now watch where I'm going with this, okay? They felt like we would do Man, I'm, I'm bringing my sacrifice. You ever feel like that? I'm tithing, but I'm still broke. God says the reason is because you're doing it, but it's not meaningful to you. It has to have meaning, and it has to come from the heart. See, God doesn't want to fight with you on payday. Where well, you doing this? My tithes or this tire? But my tithes or this bill? He doesn't want to have to go through that with you. He does not want to go through with that. Matter of fact, he, he would rather you say, "Man, nah, all right, I'm gonna keep, I'm just keeping." He gonna get his, because watch this. The tire guy tithes. the 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 tire shop, the owner of the tire shop, he tithes. So guess what? You ever notice how stuff just keep breaking? And watch this. And the reason it keeps breaking is because God knows that you're not giving it to Him, so He's gonna get it somehow. He's gonna get his, y'all. Every time he gonna get his she said i've been there that is that true if you haven't tested the prison and listen and listen, God loves you so much he's gonna, it's the little things that keep eating up your money yep. Yep. the little things look I promise you if you sit in one month and look at all the little things that have been eating up your money and then you go back to say did i tith- have I been tithing have I been tithing?" Have I been doing it from this? Have I been honest? I I don't really understand how, how how we cannot be honest with God about his resources. But I believe it's our basic belief about money that causes us to hold back. See, some of us, we do good for a while. But this is a way of life. Read it for me. Keep reading. All right, see, now watch this now. <laughs> I need a young bull. <laughs> Come on. Now, nah, Bruce, you good. Watch this, watch this. I'm trying to show you something. Back up to the next verse. Back up, back up, verse nine. Back up, verse nine. I shall take no young bull out of your house. No male goats out of your. Okay. Now watch what God is saying. Nothing. That you can bring to him. That he doesn't own. He owns it all. So you're not really bringing anything to him. You're bringing him your obedience. You're bringing him your love. You're bringing him your sacrifice. You're bringing him your heart. When it comes down to money, it's it's you bringing to God what's already his. That's like an even exchange. Because the next verse says what? For every beast of the forest is what? The cattle on a thousand is his. So if my attitude is this is mine, no wonder why I'm broke. Because I have taken ownership of what's God's. Come on and say amen. My attitude is this is my money. I work hard. No, he gives you waking up grace. Did you remember when you were unhirable? Come on now. Nobody would touch you. But now you're unsynced in or, or you've been where you are so long, you kind of forget what it was like to look for a job. Come on and help me now. But for some reason, we act as if it's ours. And what God wants us to realize is that nothing that you can bring to me or nothing that you have belongs to you. So this cash I got on me, it ain't mine. It is not mine's. Period. Now watch this. How you're handling it. Ready? You ready for this? Lord have mercy. I need bodyguards. How you're handling it tells me about your spiritual life. How you handle it tells me the truth about your character how you handle it tells me the truth about what you really, really, really believe. Because if you don't have and you're always broke, it means that you are self-consumed and you don't believe that it's God's. Because if it was God's, you would manage it as a steward and not an owner. You know what a steward is? A house manager. God says, you're bringing all these goats and sacrifice to me. you just just bringing back to me what's mine. What, what, what? I don't, I don't want that from you. I want your heart. I want your attitude. I want your belief to be in me and not in the sacrifice that you're bringing to me. When you know when people do something good for somebody, how they want to parade and say, you know what I mean? They, they feel good about themselves. You know what I mean? You know, you understand what I'm saying? You feel good when you help somebody. Maybe you help pay somebody's rent or no. you, you we can't even help pay nobody's rent. We so broke. Can we help pay somebody's car note this month in the church? No, we can't. Why? Can I ask a question? Can I ask a question hypothetically? Right? Wouldn't that be a good thing? If you know you see someone in the church who's struggling. And you could just walk up to them and say, you know what? No. No, uh uh-uh. Because I don't know if they're mismanaging. See, I'm very wise when I give away money. I don't give money to everybody. And what Deacon Hurd said really struck a chord with me because... I believe as a people, we only think about us. Us. Because the issue revolves around scarcity. Not having. That's an economic system. Not having enough. What am I going to do? Why do you think they have 10, 10 for 10? And you could only eat one? <laughs> I don't. Read for me. oh Oh, he knows not only does it belong to him but he knows them and everything that what mine it's mine now watch this but that's what we say let me borrow your card no that's mine Let me hold something. No, that's mine. That's mine. You ain't got it. There's a reason you ain't got it. Because it was yours. It's mine. We believe it's ours. I'm trying to get you to see something. Until your attitude changes about what what money is and who it belongs to, you will never change the way you handle it. It's not yours. It's who. God's. Why don't I have what God owns? Why? Because I believe it's what? minds. Go to the next verse. If I hungry, I would to... Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. You getting the picture? You getting the picture? God said, I don't need, I don't, listen, a lot of people think God needs something. He does not need something. If God was hungry, he wouldn't tell you. He's self-sufficient. He's immutable. Amen. He's eternal. And so therefore, he needs nothing, but everything on this planet Earth belongs to who? Him. Lord, I want to change the way I handle my money. I want to change my behavior and I want to change my beliefs tonight because I realize that my money does not belong to me. I'm trying to get you to prayer right there. Amen. It does not belong to me, God. It belongs to you. Your word says it belongs to you. There's nothing really I can give you. For all, for the what? For the world is what? And all it contains But my basic belief is, this is mine. This is mine. When you go home, put your hand on top of your door and say, Lord, I give this house back to you. Because it's yours. And don't be saying that because you got to pay a bill. (laughs) And you're behind. See, I know how y'all think, man. (laughs) Listen, I... I know how you think, man. Lord, I'm giving it back to you now because I'm behind three months. Hold on. God said, Lord, hold on. Now. Hold on now. Hold on now. I gave it. Listen, you know what? God gave it to you and you're going to have it. But you got to make sure that you realize who it belongs to. He says, The world is mine and all that what? And all that it what? Contains. I know my time is up but yeah uh-huh y'all ready to get up out of here go to Hebrews chapter I'm going to hold y'all Hebrews chapter 13 uh-huh yeah Hebrews thirteen five. uh-huh that's alright that's alright y'all sit back there and, and hoo-hoo-rah-rah back there Amen. Read for me. Read, read for me. Read for me. Read for me. Make sure what? Make sure that your character is the love of money. Stop. Change your beliefs.